New York City, December 2021. A Christmas party of forbidden figures. Normally, they operate in dark mode, in the shadows of Twitter. Tonight, they meet for the first time. Red Pill Girlfriend, the hostess with the mostess. Emo Garfield, the master of memes. Mommy Milkers, the master of big, juicy, booby milk. And of course, Howling Mutant, the comedic id of Twitter, of erotically charged missives launched at the dead of night. A man so funny, he was once invited to a group chat called Funny MFers and promptly kicked out for saying something critical of George Floyd. In the kitchen are gathered some boys who, rumor has it, used to be proud. In the living room, a couple of cats amble about, leaping onto laps and bookshelves. One of them is named Winston. Rumors abound in the night. Is there a blue check among us? A reporter for the Huffington Post, perhaps? Has a substance been placed in the gin? Did the autistic fellow really tell the pretty lady that she can pass as a member of the tribe because her nose has the hook? Autism aside, the night proceeds amicably. IRL, people are much as they seem in their digital personae. But as the hours pass, the night gets hazy. There is a virus in the air. Bodies disappear. One by one, the remaining guests black out. And in the blinding lights of hangover, I feel I must have done something wrong to the howling mutant. His tweets the next day are troubling. 
Bringing back the angry video game nerd style of YouTube game reviews, except not at all ironic, legitimately furious and trembling with rage, each video ending in unintelligible screaming and sobbing, goes the first tweet. Then another. Once I got a handjob so sensuous, so tender, I started sobbing halfway through. And it was from me. Another. Big Chuck Berry fan, not so much as a musician, but as a filmmaker. Another. Even as a boy, I was sullen, jolly. Vaccinated? I'm trying to get vaginated, homeboy. Smash that like and RT button if you feel me. I couldn't help but feel, reading these tweets, that something was wrong. Was I, perhaps, responsible for it? Did I do something I didn't remember? Something wrong? All was darkness. I had no way to know. But I needed to cover my tracks, just in case. So I invited Howling Mutant to go shopping with me at America's favorite toy store, F.A.O. Schwartz on Fifth Avenue, where his mother used to take him as a child and never, ever buy him anything. The location was not the same as the grandiose classic Wonderland depicted in such films as Big and Home Alone 2. That one closed down in 2015. The walk-on piano was not quite as large in this new location. The toys were not as manly as they once were either. They were not as muscular and veiny and combative. And this disappointed Mr. Mutant, for he is nothing if not a hulking mass of manly manliness and hulking masses of manly manliness, as we all know, need manly toys for manly boys. Nevertheless, how can you hate a country that makes a landmark out of a giant toy store? Or, for that matter, a giant bookstore, where we ended our shopping therapy session. How nice it was to see Barnes & Noble become a bustling hub once again this week, on the heels of their big sale on hardbacks. I'll be honest, I'm not sure we ever got to the bottom of what happened once things got dark at the party. But I do hope my strapping manly guest left our little tour of American retail lore a little less sullen and a little less jolly. This episode is only available to Patreon subscribers of Filthy Armenian Adventures. You can become one at patreon.com slash filthy Armenian. Do it. Why don't you just do it? Happy New Year to all of you. Mwah!